Hey, it's Bryce McNabb, Emmy Award-winning director of McNabb Storytelling, an Emmy-nominated brand storytelling agency. You're listening to Storytelligent, the show that helps you leverage your story to create a brand your audience loves. Consider this your antidote to the marketing echo chamber. You're welcome. Hey, what's going on, everybody? In this episode, we are talking about customer testimonials. And then later in the episode, I'm going to communicate my tour guide strategy, which is essentially like a um, kind of like thinking through building a campaign around customer testimonials. Um, at the time of this recording, I just released a, a new story. It's my um, night, night watch story. So it's a story about um, Melanie Chamberlain. She serves as on, on the night shift as the section coordinator for the church I attend, Gate City Church. Uh, so if you're interested in that, you can check that out in the link tree. There should be a link to that video. I'm also in the process of building up um, a uh customer testimonial series for one of my clients. And so I felt like it would be a good opportunity to start to talk about the value of a customer testimonial or rather like a character-driven story. Because in the case of the Nightwatch video, it's not necessarily a customer testimonial. It's an employee, right? You're, you're following somebody who works at this business. So I say customer testimonial, but really what we're talking about is a character-driven company story, okay, that most often is a customer. However, if you um, are bold enough, you can focus on your employees, and I'll explain why that is actually going to be a benefit to you. If you're looking for a vendor, let's just start there. If you're looking for a vendor, say you're looking for um, some a handyman to come fix your house. The first thing you're going to do is contact your friends to see if they know anybody, right? If they don't know anybody, you go to your neighbors. If there's not a neighborhood approved list, then you go online and you're going to read reviews. There's a sort of tiered hierarchy of endorsements, okay? So we trust endorsements. Why? Because endorsements is essentially like a proof of concept. It's it's a validation and um, for this organization, right? It's a um, credibility ad, okay? So testimonials essentially add credibility, but they also provide social proof. It's essentially, it's like, hey, I use these people. It worked great for me. It's going to work great for you because there is proof in society that this has occurred in a positive way, okay? Social proof, all right? Both of those are extremely powerful, by the way, because these are very powerful brand building messaging tools, as well as when you use them as actually a story, okay, um, they're highly engaging and people actually want to watch these things, okay? So, so let's just kind of continue on. So a customer testimonial, essentially it provides credibility to your organization, and it adds social proof, and that's why it's awesome. But the third thing that I just touched on is the fact that they're entertaining. When you execute them well, okay, when they're well executed, they can actually be highly entertaining. This occurs when you essentially deliver your customer testimonial within a story framework, okay, because there's various levels of customer testimonial. Your base level of a testimonial is just like, a quote, someone like literally endorsing 
your company where it's just like you should always be asking for quotes, right? Like after every positive customer engagement, ask them like how they benefited or whatever, get a good quote out of them and then immediately put that on your website or put it in some sort of like Excel doc so you can start to, you keep that on file so you can pull that out and use that on whatever um, marketing campaigns you begin to run or just throw it up on a social post, you know, like keep track of these because these continue to build and add credibility to your brand, okay? So so the easiest one is a quote. Um, the second easiest is like maybe have them record their testimonial on video for you, like just like cell phone video or webcam. Doesn't matter if the quality looks bad because that quality is authentic to other people because it lets them know that this person took the time to record this video from their own device. And that actually means something. It's almost like our modern day handwritten note. Okay. Like, have you gotten a personalized video message from your friend before? It's pretty awesome. Okay. So, so it's like these things, even though they, they seem like, nah, they're actually really, really helpful. The level that I've been talking about is when you actually like craft this into a story right? And some good customer testimonial frameworks, uh, problem agitation solution. That's like your very basic one. Uh, the the um, story brand framework, right? The SB7, that is essentially a customer testimonial framework, right? Um, if, you want, uh, if you want my five-step framework, you can download um, Turn Strangers into Advocates. And that, take, that walks you through a, um, another interpretation of a customer testimonial framework, okay? Ultimately, it's the same thing over and over again. You have a person who has a problem, they need a solution, they find your company or they find your product, it solves that problem for them. They experience the benefits of that solution, right? That add value beyond just solving the problem and then they're in now a significantly better place. They're overjoyed and they ask you and, and communicate to you and encourage you to also consider this company or this product. Now, a promo video oftentimes is like a video brochure, all right? It's the company approved, corporate approved, upper management approved company brochure that just lists a bunch of stuff about the company or there's some sort of lame animated story where they literally animate the the customer journey the user experience journey and they're like yes this gets our this gets the point across people are going to love this no one shares that i don't know about you okay and it's it's probably like bad for me to just like constantly be assuming these things and broad stroking it but i'm not sure about you but I don't ever watch a company promo video and share it with somebody. I'm never like, oh my God, did you see Coca-Cola's promo video? Like, no, never in my life has that ever happened. Okay? Like, doesn't happen. No, And then you know, the reverse also never happens. No one ever shares with me a promo video that blew their socks off. Okay, outside of discovery meetings, 
when I'm sitting across the table from a client and they saw a marketing video that they're like, hey, we want our video to look something like this, okay? That's different because that's like a visual reference. <laughs> it's not like they're going about their day, like sending that video to their wife being like, honey, you got to look at this. It's amazing. Send. Oh my God, that promo video is amazing. Let me post it on Facebook and share with my friends. Says no one ever. People don't do that. Okay. You know what they do is when they see a personal story of a human being, right? In a, some sort of a situation and it affects them deeply and they're just like blown away and they're like, whoa, that was an incredible story. And then they share that with people and they'll share that one with their friends. And the organic reach on that video is going to far outdo any company promo video than you ever make. So I often, honestly, I often advise companies to like do a customer testimonial story, right? Like, because for the reason I just gave, the organic shares are better. The emotional engagement is better because a human being is seeing another human being going through the story. And oftentimes, the less characters, you, especially in a short video, a short story, which is what the majority of these marketing videos we make anyways, because people are very obsessed with attention spans. But honestly, if you make an awesome story, people just watch it. That's besides the point. I'm going to do an episode about attention spans really soon where I'll dive deeper into that. But people get enraptured in the story. They actually watch it. And so what happens is it's almost like a little trick that we're playing on them. We've created a very awesome story that enraptures them in it. Yet at the same time in the background, they're learning about our company. They're learning about the benefit of our product. They're learning about the benefit of our service. You know, it's it's kind of like a, um, a magic trick where it's like, look this way at this person's emotional struggle. But at the same time, we're getting our message, our message across and you're internalizing it because now it's a story. It sounds tricky when I put it in that way, but ultimately the amount of value that that person is receiving from that story is why they're continuing to watch it. It's not like we're, it's not like the value is imaginary, okay? And, and, and that's because it's been placed inside of a story format. And within that, and so what I mean by this is in that format, a customer testimonial can basically take the place of your organization's promo video, all right? Because essentially, if we think about what a customer testimonial is, a person wants something, they have a problem. They can't solve it themselves. They, they're in need of a solution. Your product or your service shows up, solves it for them. They gain significant benefit. And now their life is, is so much better because you came along and helped them. And other people need to benefit from this product or benefit from your service too. That's the framework of a customer testimonial. What could you possibly say in your company overview that's going to be different or more valuable than that? Especially since the information that you're going to put inside of a company overview, like I said earlier, is usually it's just a video brochure. And to be quite honest, that information should not be put in a video. 
that information should be placed in a document that's scannable so people can find the information that's most relevant to them. You use the story, excuse me, use the story as the hook to get them engaged and interested. Anything else they want to find out afterwards, now that you've been given credibility, you've built up your brand equity, you've created and established trust with that person through the social proof of the customer testimonial, you've done all of this emotional work, right? You've created that bond. They're going to look into more information because people are motivated when they're shopping and when they're buying, right? And you've just added that extra level of inspiration because now you've got to get them excited about the value they're about to get because they see themselves in that customer's shoes. Early in my career, I was working with a collective of videographers and one day one of them called me a storyteller. And I rejected that. I didn't feel like a storyteller and it didn't feel right calling myself one. You know, Stephen King, Steven Spielberg, those guys are storytellers. I'm just making like company videos. I wasn't a storyteller. And the reason why it felt uncomfortable is because I knew the truth. I had no idea what a story was, let alone how to even tell one. Which is ironic because we are natural born storytellers. Stories are just a significant part of our life. In fact, they're the fabric of our existence. Your identity is a story. So I wanna give you a gift because as a listener of this show, you deserve to own the title of storyteller. I've created the first ever Storytelligent guidebook called Turn Strangers into Advocates. And honestly, this is a guidebook. I'm giving you a very practical understanding of what a story is, along with my five-step brand story framework. And this is it. This is my breadwinner. It's helped me win three regional Emmy awards and helped my clients generate over $450 million worth of revenue. And it's yours absolutely free. So you can find a download link in the show notes or head over to McNabStorytelling.com and download it there. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. I kind of shy away from trying to only tell the, the biggest and the best stories. Now these, granted, I understand that these sound amazing and they sound awesome. Like, like say your company closed like a $50 million deal or something, um, but your company doesn't regularly close that level of deal, okay? Like that's like a unicorn, right? Now, unicorns are awesome. I'm not saying don't leverage those stories, right? But you also want to have a really consistent repertoire of this is the consistent value that we're adding on a daily basis. Essentially, you don't want to sell people a bill of goods where you're you're overpromising like unrealistic outcomes. They they do a business, they do business with you and don't even get near that level of outcome. But the reason but then you look at what you did with them, even though they're stoked about it, you look at that as like not worth sharing with other people. However, those unicorns, right, aren't the people who are majority, oftentimes they're not the people like out there seriously promoting your brand, right? You want to find these people that you're constantly providing consistent levels of value with who have been loyal to your organization for probably going on years, right? Like that's who you want to pick. You want to look for what is normal 
output look like? And let's get several of those stories down. Yes, do the unicorn stories. I'm not telling you not to do that, but like communicate what the expected level of value is that you offer. That's really what you're looking for. So you're looking for somebody who is really pleased with the service that you provide. You're looking for um, what is consistent, normal efforts. And then you're also looking to focus on someone who you want to continue to sell to, right? Like what you're doing with this customer testimonial is you're, you're communicating, this is our established pattern. This is what we provide. This is who we work with, okay? Because if you, essentially it's like, if you do a customer testimonial with someone who is not your ideal customer, that customer testimonial is now out there in the world attracting not your ideal customer, right? Because like I said, when someone watches this video, they see themselves in this video, okay? There's some sort of like mirroring effect. You know, it's called like narrative identification or narrative transportation, but it's more appropriately narrative identification when I'm talking about it within this context. We're identifying with the main character. We see ourselves as the main character. Therefore, you want to provide a mirror to your potential customers so that attracts more of your ideal customers. So put someone on camera that you want to continue to work with. It's like, we want to sell more to these types of people. Let's put them in the video. This also goes for, um, let's just say if your company has pivoted, you've changed, um, maybe you've changed your service offering, right? Or you're entering into a new, um, a new sector, a new, a new market, then you would want to do a customer testimonial that reflects that line of work that you're doing or that new market, right? As quickly as possible, okay? So that's what I mean. They're, they're, they really help as almost like a rudder to, to communicate out to the world like, this is what we do, this is the value we add, and this is who we work with. All right. So my wife and I, we were on our honeymoon, and, um, and when we were on our honeymoon, we took the Jeep tour. And, and like, because we got, we got to the resort, and, um, and I didn't really plan like what we were going to do. So we just like went up to the lady at the desk, and it was just like, hey, we're here for like this many days. What are the things that you recommend we do? And she's like, oh, go on the Jeep tour. It's a very nice ride, right? It's, it's very nice, which is good because my wife is not nearly as adventurous as I am. Very risk averse right? Like she's super happy sitting on the beach, reading a book all day, you know, like I'm out there body surfing and stuff, but she's like, just completely content. You know, like, like if you have gotten a sense of my enthusiasm, she's kind of like the anchor that keeps me <laughs> tied to reality and she calms the fire within me. Okay. That's my wife. So we're, so I'm thinking, oh, very nice ride. Well, that's, that's very nice. Um, so we, we sign up for the Jeep tour and we get on the Jeep tour. And I kid you not, within the first minute of sitting down on the Jeep, the dude like slams on the gas, which just, just flipping whiplash. And my wife, her visor just like whoosh 
just loses the visor immediately. Turn around, you see it just tumbling on the road behind us, getting ran over by cars. And and that's how it started, right? And so as we're going through this Jeep tour, which is going around these sand dunes of Aruba, like everyone else is experiencing what must have been this nice ride on the other four other Jeeps that are on this caravan with us. Everyone else is experiencing this nice ride. Our Jeep is just just like blood-curdling screams, just just echoing across the sand dunes as we're like flying over these things as if they're ramps, right? Just like holding on for dear life. It was awesome and horrific at the same time. Like not at all the nice ride we were expecting, right? But like this is what I mean by the variety of tour guides. Had I signed up for that tour to go a second time, which I'm definitely not, definitely didn't do because we literally needed a massage in the next day to recover from this ride. But had we done it the next day, we probably would have not been on Marlin's Jeep. We probably would have been on another person's Jeep and it would have been a completely different experience. But you're going through the same route, okay? This is the value that the customer testimonial can provide you is is that essentially you think of it as once you've mapped out your customer journey, right, within a specific product or a specific offering that you provide, that customer journey is pretty much the same, right? It's the same customer journey. You have a a similar group of people, right, with a similar group of problems that take the same solution that you're giving them. They experience the similar benefit. And then they, they're like, hey, you should do it too. It's the same journey. It's why you've created one solution for this problem that they're facing, right? Because like, duh, okay? But what is unique and different is that it's a, it's a different individual. It's a different person. And so you can take essentially this tour guide strategy where you can, te- you can keep telling this story over and over and over and over and over again, and it doesn't get boring, okay? Think Marvel films, all right? Marvel films are like the, this is what I mean by, they're the tour guide strategy, essentially, but within an entertainment property. Like, they're telling the same story over and over. When I say story, I mean the underlying story framework, the underlying structure. Like, once you figure out your customer journey, that structure... Um, if you go back and you listen to is like what what what's the purpose of your brand story and the three ways it adds value, like that structure, you just now start telling that on repeat. Okay. It's very much like a Marvel film. Like I personally I love these Marvel films. Like I because I don't have to think when I watch them. I just like relax and it's like a total awesome popcorn like thing for me. You know, it's like I've done enough like overly sensitive, like like anthropological, let's get into the depth of humanity thinking during the day. I don't like continuing to do that at night. People are often like really surprised that I actually don't like documentaries. It's like, no, I love Marvel films. (laughs) And I, and then I, I'm like, and I love, I love like actual like narrative movies because like the closer I can make real life look like a narrative, I end up just making decent documentaries that way. Anyways, I just love these Marvel films. They're awesome. It's the same movie over and over. They use the same story framework 
underneath all these films. This is why the hoity-toity Hollywood elites get really irritated by it because they're like, like uh, Martin Scorsese was like, they're not actually movies, meh. It's like, yeah, but it works and it's fun and it's made them like billions of dollars. Okay, So like people keep coming back. Why? Because they don't get tired of hearing the same story over and over and over again. Like if you um, you know anything about my philosophy, like I subscribe to Booker's uh, Seven Basic Plots and that we continuously tell the same stories over and over and over and over again, just with different flavors. That's what this tour guide strategy is. It's your customer journey story, but now it's it's in a different skin, literally. It's in a different skin every single time. And so, so you're, it, and in that way, if you can really execute the story well too, where you're looking beyond just this framework and you're trying to get at the crux of this human's journey that you're telling, and you get at like what is their primal motivation, like what's unique about this person, and how do we make the story truly about that? The other stuff is almost like setting, right? Like, then you've made something where it's like people will never get tired of that because they want to see it. So so that's one way where it's just kind of like, um, say you've got like different target markets that you sell to or or you've noticed that there's um, there's almost like different customer profiles that use your service or use your product and it benefits them in different ways, then you would probably benefit from doing a customer testimonial for each um, each segment, right? Each audience type, you know? So that way you, you're able to give, give almost like a 360 degree view of the service and product that you're providing. Hey, I just got a quick question. Are you a regular listener of this show? If so, I've got a small favor to ask. You know, I love being able to provide these insights and help to guide you along your brand storytelling journey. But the truth is, this show isn't exactly free. So in order to offset that cost, I need to make sure that it's actually growing. But there is something that you can do to help me grow. If you could please leave me a rating and review, I would be extremely appreciative. Thanks so much for spending time with me and listening to my rants. And enjoy the rest of the show. The reason why I mentioned Gate City, they're a very unique church. They're, they do things really differently than most churches. They have a 24-7 prayer room That's that they never stop. They never stop prayer and worship. This isn't just some weird, like, quiet little room that you go into and you light a candle and you say some words and then you leave. Like, there is a, a musician or a band on stage <laughs> all the time, every minute of every hour of every day, playing praise and, and worship music, and, and prayers are just constantly going out. And they've been doing this now for 16 years. It's super unique. Um, but it's also very confusing. And because of how novel it is and how new it is. So for them, this tour guide strategy really works. And um, and so the first time I made a video, it was Dean's story. It was in the prayer room. Now it's Dean's story, but Dean is telling us essentially about the prayer room. We're essentially using him as our tour guide, and he's leading us through the different places within their prayer room. And he's helping us to understand what's going on, 
why this is here, why it's relevant, the types of worship sets that they do, and 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 why they're even doing this in the first place. You know, like that's what the whole story was about. Instead of just making a promo video where you're explaining all that, it's a story that is now engaging. It provides that human connection, but you're also learning about it, but you're also now going to more likely share that with somebody else. Then I made a follow-up where it's about the Night Watch. And so now it's a story about Melanie. You get a look into her life, but really the story's message is communicating, hey, there's also the Night Shift, and here's what goes on in the Night Shift. And you can essentially leverage this strategy to just talk about different different aspects of your product or service, um, different themes, different... Um, Essentially, maybe maybe you've got different capabilities that you provide. You can do you can focus on different capabilities, so that way you show a holistic view. Like so, for instance, first one was an introduction to the prayer room, night watch. I'm really thinking about now focusing on a um, a song that one of the musicians has sang. Follow them around, get a le- like learn about the song, but really what you're learning about is how the whole like worship band dynamic works, right? And so if someone's interested in joining that worship team or leading a worship set, now they've got an even deeper understanding of that. Does that make sense? So leverage the tour guide strategy and because it's it's something that you're never going to tire of it. It's really engaging. It's really awesome, right? But you can, but these stories are always out there and they're always there and they're always popping up. Then after you've told enough of these things, you can essentially just like thinking in terms of like the Buffalo concept, roll this footage together into a massive, like, like overarching brand film, because now you've touched on every single aspect of your organization or every single aspect of your product or service. Now you can roll all that into an overarching film that's significantly more engaging than just your normal brochure video, right? Now, if you feel like you still need that normal brochure video, it can still work in tandem with these stories. Essentially, the stories become more of a top funnel thing because they're way more entertaining and the brochure video now becomes more of a bottom funnel thing because if they're super interested now and, they, and they're now committed to the company because of the customer testimonial, they're going to invest themselves in a less engaging um, piece of content in order to learn more. So that is, that's when I would recommend, yeah, do the brochure thing. But Essentially, that's the value of customer testimonials. Those are the types of testimonials that you're looking for. You're looking for just a, a, a normal person, right? That like who's had a normal experience, but really enjoyed it. Someone who's already a brand advocate. Someone who is reflects your ideal customer. You want to continue working with them. Yes, you can do your unicorns, but you want to stick to those people. But then also realize that what you're getting is you're getting a significantly more emotionally engaging story with more organic reach and more likelihood for organic reach because people are actually going to share this with their friends and because of that your essentially your investment is going to do more work for you just naturally because you're going to benefit from that organic share potential all right hope this was helpful hope this 
um, gave you guys some uh, a different perspective about the use of customer testimonials and inspired you to start using them in your content strategy. As always, if you have any questions, you can reach me at Storytelligent, both on Instagram or Twitter, or you can send me a contact through our website, McNabStorytelling.com. Um, and if you're enjoying this podcast, would love to receive a rating and review. Thank you to those who have already given it to us. And I will see you in the next one. Take care.